Lights, camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello, and welcome back to Lights, Camera, Asia. I'm Jake Chen. In the last two weeks, we've been talking about Scoop, a Japanese movie that shines a light on the Japanese paparazzi industry, and with that, the side of the celebrity culture that we don't often see. We have been following the footsteps of our protagonist, veteran paparazzi photographer Nojo, who has teamed up with Nobi, a total newcomer in the field. As the pair completes one assignment after another, the chemistry between the two has gotten significantly better. The person who changes the most, predictably, is the younger Nobi. She at one point looks down on the work by paparazzi, since she believes it's unethical to generate a profit off of people's private life. And she also just happens to fall into this industry. So none of what she does is really by choice. But halfway through the movie, she's finally gained a new level of appreciation for the job because she knows how much work is involved to just get one good photo. We previously said that a pair was getting assignments that were bigger and bigger, and more impactful on society. And towards the second half of the movie, the tone really shifts from a humorous one to a more serious tone. And it's at this point that Nojo and Nobi take on an assignment that's arguably bigger than any of the previous ones. The chief editor presents a case proposal to the entire team. The magazine has gotten wind that the police will transfer a serial murder suspect, and there could be a brief window where he might reveal himself. And at this point, the suspect's identity still remains unknown. This assignment is highly controversial, even among paparazzi who normally thrive on controversy, and it's for a number of reasons. The young man in question is suspected to have raped and murdered four female college students. The case has caused a huge stir in Japan, since many are angered by the heinous act and have demanded that the police reveal the suspect's identity. However, the police have to operate within the confines of the law in Japan and follow due process. Whether that makes sense or not is something that we'll discuss later. But the dilemma that faces reporters and photographers is a very real one. They either leave this bundle of headaches for somebody else and move on to something else, or they tackle this assignment. The attention that a case has already garnered means that a magazine will certainly benefit from a significant amount of exposure, but they also run the risk of being sued. So, what to do with this hot potato in hand? The many colleagues from another department who are present at the meeting are more so inclined to just leave it, since there is just too much risk attached with the case and too little reward. After all, 
The suspect will be under heavy police protection during his transfer process, and they might not even know if the photographers could capture a photo of his face. One senior editor voices against such idea, and he lays out his case pretty clearly. Saying that people no longer want to read things that are too serious, subjects that are related to legal matters or politics, he even bemoans the bygone era of pure journalism. But at the end, he says there is simply no need to tackle something with so many headaches, and that could backfire on the magazine. Most people in the room agrees with him, but at this moment, nobody voices her difference. Nobi says that despite how unpopular the subject matter is, she is still angered by the fact that a suspect has raped and killed four young women, and all of them are around the same age as her. And when the senior editor uses basic rights for the suspect as an argument. Nobody really exploded. It's worth noting that there is a strict hierarchy based on work experience and seniority in workplaces in Japan. It is commonly expected for younger employees to be obedient towards more senior employees. Gestures of respect, such as bringing teas and bringing gifts, is quite common. Therefore, nobody's sudden burst of disagreement is very out of place, and hence why she immediately apologizes following her statement. The entire office stays silent for quite a few moments before the staff members gather themselves again. Nobody's voicing of her dissent has somewhat earned the respect of an editor, but before the project can move forward. Nobi still has to convince the best photographer in the office, Nojo, to come with her. Nojo is initially quite lukewarm about the idea. In his eyes, it has all the downsides and none of the upsides that he normally expects. Comparing to taking paparazzi photos of celebrities, this one is not anywhere near as exciting or sexy. However, Nobi was eventually able to persuade him because. She shows that she's absolutely not going to waver in her pursuit of this project. It's way too personal for her to give up. If she has to carry a camera into the field herself, she says she would do it. Come the day of the shoot, Nobi and Nojo find that several dozens of reporters and photographers are already waiting at the perimeter of the location where the suspect is said to be transferred. The police anticipates the touchy nature of the case and has therefore dispatched a large number of officers to make sure that no reporters can breach the perimeters. Even for a veteran like Nojo, this is no easy assignment. And that previous trick where he lights up fireworks to divert people's attention certainly won't work here either. Desperate tasks call for desperate measures. And Nojo has brought along a friend of his to serve as a diversion. 
Nojo tells his friend to set off and run through the field, deliberate towards the police and attract their attention. That doesn't work for too long since the police quickly pins him down where the suspect is still standing in a makeshift booth and his face is entirely covered. All the photographers on the side wait in vain with their cameras and long lenses. They can't get a shot of his face after all. Nojo suddenly drags Nobi in front of a camera and tells her to keep her eyes glued and focused on the subject. Nobi is totally not ready to take such a big responsibility all by herself, but Nojo leaves her with little time or choice. He grabs a camera and runs out onto the field yelling and shouting. The police quickly gather around Nojo and try to stop what looks like a paparazzi who's running inside the field to catch photos. They try to tackle Nojo who's running around like a wild man and eventually does pin him down. But trying to control two people have really disrupted the police and their manpower has spread thin. In a moment of oversight, the shade covering the face of the suspect has blown out by the wind and the police wasn't quick enough to catch it in time. The face of a young man is revealed for a split second and Nobi clicks the shutter in time and then made a gesture to Nojo who's down on the ground. She signals to him that she's got a shot in the back. Having a shot that no other photographer on the field was able to get to on that day serves as a huge benefit to the magazine. Days after the shoot, members gather around in the office and it is revealed to them that the monthly sale of the magazine has exceeded 300,000 copies. The staff burst into cheers and they decide to go to a local bar to celebrate. While the rest of the crew is busy singing karaoke and cheering, Nobi looks through the crowd and sees Nojo sitting in the corner by himself. She gives him an admiring look and she knows more than anyone else that she was able to get to the shot because Nojo was willing to put himself out there. That he was willing to sacrifice himself for a split second of an opportunity. Later on in Nojo's apartment, the two hook up in what feels like a spur of the moment. Later on, Nobi wakes up to a metallic shutter sound. She sees Nojo taking a photo of her with a vintage camera. She asks him what it is and Nojo shows her the camera and tells her his life story. Nojo says that he wasn't much good at anything when he was young except for taking photos. He later on gets attracted by the works of Robert Kappa, a highly respected and decorated war photographer. He brings along a book and says that he used to want to follow Kappa's footsteps and be a great photographer and take photos that are significant, that have meaning. He never anticipated that all he did after more than two decades of clicking shutters in the field was to become a paparazzi who chased after celebrities day after day. Nojo is indeed a complex character with a lot of contradictions. On the one hand, he could appear to be quite a layback and he cares little about things outside of his work. On the other hand, when push comes to shove, he surprisingly is willing to lay his own life on the line to help a newcomer in the field. 
it's no wonder that Nobi is attracted to him. Now, next week, we will wrap up the movie and see what happens to Nojo and Nobi moving forward. Thank you for listening to Lights Camera Asia. I'm Jake Chen. Talk to you next week. <laughs>